contracts today, we finished up our discussion on accepting an offer, even though, well, sorry, we finished up our discussion about the offeree's reliance on an unaccepted offer in a commercial setting, where whether or not they can actually deny that offer. And we have Pops Konesing versus Resorts International Hotel. And you can say that this is a case about ice cream. And Pops Cones is an ice cream store, and they want to move locations to Resorts Hotel and be in the lobby. And tons of people. It's right on the beach, the Jersey Shore. And so he wants to be in this location because it's going to do him a lot of business. So he goes to the hotel, and he's asking... Well, he, he's getting all the details worked out, and he's told that they're about 95% complete with the plans. All it requires is the signature of resorts president to actually approve him moving into the store, well, into the hotel to begin doing business. And so it's like, well, I need to know by the first, so can you tell me by that time? And they're like, well, we can't really tell you by that time, but it's going to happen, so you should pack up where you're currently at, prepare to move, because you're going to be moving, because we want you to be here. And so he relies on that, and he says, okay, I'll do that. So he packs up his store uh, uh, during the off-season, during the winter, because unless if you're in Alaska and, and, and you're not consuming a lot of ice cream during the winter. Uh, and so it's the off-season. Uh, he's packing up. He moves uh, his stuff to a storage unit, and then... Things fall apart from there. The defendant, the resort's hotel, says, we got another person. And so he relied on this for it to happen, not at all. So he lost his original place. He couldn't go back there because there was a deal with someone else. He couldn't get into the new place he wanted to be at. And so he had to get into the new season late because he had to find a third place to go. So, in this case, we're re relying on promissory estoppels as a remedial option under um, Section 90 of the Restatement. So here, he was made a promise, he relied on that promise, and he faced a detriment, meaning he lost his location, he had to pay for the storage, he opened uh, late in the season, all that kind of stuff, so he faced a detriment, meaning promissory estoppel works in this case. So because of this, all these things happening, the court said that it's an injustice ha if we don't give him the benefit here. It, it would be injustice if he was not protected. And so we need to protect him. The purpose of bringing up this case is, again, just to reiterate, promissory estoppel, if you did it right, you wouldn't need to rely on this. But if you did it wrong, then you at least have this as a little backup that could potentially work. It's also important to note that he sought reliance damages instead of expected damages, meaning he expected to go into the place and make all this money. He didn't ask for expected damages because it's really hard to prove that, and some courts don't give that as an option. And so he just requested reliance damages, meaning he relied on the promise, so he lost the space, he had to pay for storage, and he, it took him time to get 
into the new place. So he can have damages based off of all of that kind of stuff. And that really finishes up that topic right there. However, let's just, because it's very short, let's talk about statutory limits on the power of revoking. And this is going to be under the UCC, Section 2205. What that really is just saying is that an offer is revocable unless a merchant gives assurance. Note this is in goods. So if it's a good, then it needs to apply to merchants. If the merchant gives assurance in writing with specific terms that uh, the contract will be held open for a reasonable time, even without consideration. And the reason for having this is because real-life deals occur even when there's no consideration. However, there's this period of time is not supposed to exceed three months. So this option can be held up to 90 days. If it's 120 days, it doesn't work. Unless if there's an actual extension drafted. So that's liability in the absence of acceptance. I apologize. That's the reliance on an unaccepted offer as a limitation on revocability and statutory limits on the power of revocation. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.